And welcome back to Professional Ranters. I'm Finkel. I'm joined by Cheeseman. Sup? And we are joined by Spam. I'm sorry, Jacqueline. Mm. Say hi, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. And I like nice perfume. Bonjour. So, I would like to explain why we did not have an episode on Wednesday or Thursday. So the app we use is called Anchor, right? It's a free app, very easy to use. Might do some ads on it, depending how big we get. So anyways, it was down for maintenance on Wednesday. And then Thursday was Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. listeners. So we, so Wednesday, could not record at all. Could not send it out online. And then on Thursday, we were just so busy with Thanksgiving and, you know, people, company, all sorts of stuff. that we cannot do it then. So we are going to do an episode... Right in here, right? And then, depending on sleep and stuff, we might have one tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, It'll you'll be hit with a doubleheader. Yes, doubleheader Friday. So with that, we have my man, Jacqueline. <laughs> Would you like to start off, cheese man? Yeah, Um. one thing I like to mention is... Uh... It's Jacqueline. He's a big fan of perfume. Isn't that right, Jacqueline? <laughs> yes. Bonjour. In my time in French, I've lear- I learned a lot about Jacqueline and his comrades. Yes. I want to call them comrades. Je m'appelle Cheeseman. <laughs> okay, so today's, well, would be a Wednesday episode, so we're going to do a review of NFL Week 12. We're not talking other sports, so, like, flick off here. Like... This is football. So, Week 12. So, yesterday we had the two games, Texans-Lions, Washington-Cowboys. We're going to save discussing them for Tuesday, Tuesday's episode. So, let's go. Games of the Week. Would you like to start off? Sure. We have uh, Raylers, uh, Raylers, Ravens Steelers on Tuesday. Uh, this game was supposed to be played Thursday originally, got moved back to Sunday. And now they're back to Tuesday. Now, one thing I heard was that they may make the uh, Ravens forfeit due to their poor control of the coronavirus and just breaking rules in general. Do wow. you think this is the right way to go? Well, this is definitely a very intense game, you know, two two teams, one of them's undefeated, and it's week 12, it's ridiculous, but I mean, if you're doing a bad job handling COVID, I mean, it's really just for the safety of the players, so I think you'd post, like, I don't think, well, they probably had their bye week by now, if they don't, I played on the bye week, have this week as their bye, because this is definitely highly anticipated, the vision matchup, long history, so I think they really should postpone it if possible in terms of bye weeks and stuff. But if not, yeah, I just So the thing with that is the Steelers previously had to use their bye week because the Titans couldn't get their situation under control. And now not only is uh, not now the Ravens are having the same problem and now neither team has a bye. So they could add they're not good, they could add a week 18. But obviously all Steelers players are very upset because now they're just their schedules being all arranged now for the second time this year. 
because of another team's mistakes. Hmm. Feel bad for the Steelers, but nice job. Yeah, I don't know when the last time we had a team that started eleven and zero was. I believe last year it was the Pats yeah, were eight and zero. Hmm. And then you know, oh seven hmm. Pats. Yeah, that's probably the last the time the team made okay. it this far. So our next game is Chiefs at Buccaneers, and. I think this game is going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be colorful. Just like um, a little local ice cream place called Chuck's Creamery. So it's it's Christmas time, right? And today, actually, me and my family just got a, a really nice Christmas tree. And Mama and Chuck at Chuck's Creamery are just so nice. And, you know, they helped us help us pick out a nice tree. They let us have ice cream. Well, we obviously paid for it. You know, we're not like, little jerks. But we ha- they sell ice cream. They sell trees. They're just very nice organizations. So if you, if you do see a Chuck's Creamery around here, here in Rhode Island, we are a Rhode Island podcast, please go stop by. And I'm not being paid for this, though. Um, if you could hook me up, I, 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 I need money. If you... <laughs> Just saying, stop by if you have free time. We're not getting paid to do this yet. So, so shout out to Chuck's Creamery. So, back to the game. Chiefs Buccaneers, what are your I thoughts? think it's going to come down to, I think it's going to be just like that Pat's Chiefs. It's basically Pat's Chiefs where it was like 45-42, but with Mahomes and Brady, but on different teams now. I think what it's going to come down to is the fact that they're both they can be pocket passers, but I don't think Brady's is agile in the pocket mm-hmm. as Mahomes is. So I think, it's, yeah, I think it's oh, going to come not. down to the the defensive lines. I'd say the Bucks have a better defensive line, but I think Mahomes can navigate through it. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know if the same can be said about the Bucks offensive line to the Chiefs defensive line, because the Bucks center just suffered what may mm-hmm. be a career-ending injury, so they'll be without him and yes. um. So I just I think the Chiefs are gonna win a shootout. Yes, F's in chat. I do think they can keep it close, definitely like a forty five forty two game. Jacqueline, how do you feel about this? I'm sorry, this Jacqueline game is like a baguette in regular bread. Bonjour. And so this is actually Cheese Man's game. So how would you like to analyze? Um also I think that the faulting five and five Bears going to uh, play the Packers. I don't think it's a good good game for them, considering the Packers have a top offense in the league, and um, I think Rodgers can tear it up. I think because Lazard's back, he'll be great. I think uh, Jamal Williams might be too much to handle as a receiving threat out of the backfield, and I think the Bears' offensive line isn't that mm-hmm. great. And uh, Mitch Trubisky starting. Like, need I say more? Yeah, I agree. Though I think Khalil could have like Khalil Mack could yeah, have a he always pretty huge out. game. No offense, Packers are line. <laughs> He's just next level. Now this is actually this is probably my personal game of the week. This really like really decides like the AFC playoff picture. This is a huge division game. Um, Titans at Colts. How do you feel? Um, I so I think it's at Colts. But I think the Colts 
having to go to overtime are going to be on a and then winning they're not only going to be tired but they'll be on a high horse as well and um i'm going to say i think the titans squeak by them and i think uh derrick henry makes his case for offensive player of the year if he hasn't already yeah, I agree with you. I think that a- after last game that they played each other, very, very fun primetime game, I think now they have realized, okay, we really have to win this. We really want the division. This is our first rival in like 10 years. Uh, no one's no one's been competent for sev- like a decade. We really need to step up here. So I think the Titans do squeak mm-hmm. by, as you said. Yeah, and then last game we have uh, Chargers-Bills. This could be a sneaky good game. Um, how, where do you stand on this, uh, it's Finkel? So, I put a little question mark in our notes because th- I think this could flip either way. This could be an extremely tough game, extremely high scoring, great to watch, right? Or it could just be the Bills curb stomping them for like three hours. So, I think it depends on how good the Chargers play and how how much they can stop Josh Allen from just heaving the ball downfield to Stephon Diggs. And this is also really help with the um, uh, AFC playoff picture as well. If, if if the Bills lose, Dolphins are now back up. If the Finns win, it's like um, Jets. Yeah, lose. and I think, the, uh, I think this is a deciding game in figuring out what both quarterbacks are. I think Herbert's had a great season against that tough Bills defense, very stingy. I think he's got something to prove still. I think Josh Allen, if he balls out, this will be the game where I'm actually like, okay, Josh Allen's a legit franchise quarterback. Yeah, because I always thought Josh Allen was very iffy. Like, I remember for a couple years, the only good team we played against was the freaking Dolphins. You know, Adam Gase here, am I right? But now, if Josh Allen does play well, I'm like, because that's just going to be hell for Dolphins fans and just anyone in the AFC East in general. Yeah, and I think he's really, if he's not, he's probably the third best rushing QB in the league behind Jackson and Murray. And at this point, maybe even he's better than Jackson mm. because I feel like Jackson this year, because people are like figuring him out. He's not like averaging like 20 yards a rush this year. Like, people have figured him out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he. I believe he also tested he positive. He did, so, COVID, you know, Trace so. McSorley. F's in chat for Baltimore. Yeah, no, that brings up another season. interesting point. So, they'll be without maybe 10-ish players if they do play the game. Do you think without their entire running back room, so they're without Ingram, Dobbins, and Lamar Jackson, uh, do you think that they're um? Do you think if they don't make them forfeit the game, do you think it'd be a fair solution to just have them play with their backups? I think you have to. I think that you just ha- have to at that point. I mean, every single one of your rushers who are like promising and actually good and can know how to play, right? They're, they all got freaking COVID. There's not a vaccine. There's no way to, like, have them play without endangering the lives of, like, 50-plus mm-hmm. people. So, I think you really just got to put in your backups, like, sign some, like, some like free agent off-market because if they do play this game, like, they're mm-hmm. going to be so desperate. Yeah, I... Yeah, I would agree. Um... 
And so now you look at the uh, playoff picture, too. This game is also – the fact that Jackson's out is significant, too, because without the, oh, yeah. without the two t- running backs I already mentioned, they got the Gus Edwards. He's fine. and But the, mm-hmm. they just – it's not – them with RG3 at quarterback, he can be fine for, like, 20 minutes. So – I I think it's just the only, I think they're gonna lose bad Uh-oh. if they do play. Got to go, mm. Banjo. And he has left, and Frenchman is going to go grab a baguette or something. And we will also be grabbing baguettes. We will be right back with our guest star Brady. This right after this. Welcome back to Professional Ranters. I'm She's Man, and I'm joined by Finkel and Brady. Let's say hi, guys. What's up? Hello. And today we will just be talking uh, Patriots, gambling lines, and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, Finkel, you want to get us started? Yes, I'd love to. So, let's actually start with our um, uh, games of the week. Um Brandilis has not heard them. So, we have Ravens-Steelers. If it does happen, it might not happen because of COVID concerns. Might just might just have the Ravens forfeit because of the COVID outbreak. How do you feel on this game, if it were to be played? Um, I feel that um, yeah, this is a win for the Steelers. I feel like it'll be... I think this will be a statement game for the Steelers. I think this is when, you know... Some people have been saying that, like, you know, they never played, they haven't played any good teams. I think this is going to be their statement win. And I think that this is when they, you know, really, you know, they really submit themselves as true Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, I agree with you, Cheese Man. Yeah, um, I would agree. I think a lot of people are still sleeping on the Steelers because I think think it's like everyone's saying Chiefs are going to win the AFC. So I think if they win this, people's opinions might be changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, personally, I don't think they can. I, I, I just don't think they are. Act, I think they're hiding over a mask. Like, I feel like, no offense, that the Packers did that last year. Like, they went 13-3. and three. Great record, right? But I don't think they played that many, like, mm-hmm. actually up-and-coming amazing teams, personally. Yeah, I agree. So... Next game would be Chiefs at Buccaneers. How do you feel about that, Brandon? This, this could go. This is go. This could go any way. I mean, if Bree, if Tom, if he can turn, if he, if he can turn it around to, you know, the way we know Tom Brady can play, whether you hit him or don't, we all know Tom Brady. Like when he's on his game, there's no one that can beat him. So if he's on that, except maybe Mahomes, but okay. <laughs> but. I think if he's if he's on his game and the offense is clicking, I think that then you have the chance. I think they have a chance. But in the end of the day, the Chiefs, they're they're the Chiefs. I mean, come on, you can't really bet against. Them. Mm. Yeah. Cheese man was talk talking about the defenses and how it really depends on whatever whoever has the best defense is going to come out on top. And do you agree with that? Yes. And um, I just wanted to say something that, you know, there's been some things going around that, like, you know, who should be to blame, you know, Bruce Arians or Tom Brady. I just wanted to say that I think it's Tom Brady. I mean, he was given 
the great, the best opportunity as all these wide receivers. You know, he got he got Gronk out of retirement. He got Antonio Brown, which no one in the organization wanted besides him. And it's just somehow can't you know click with his receivers. He can't, you know, he's, he's not the Tom we're used to. Personally, I think it's injuries because Brady does have all those outstanding receivers, yes. But keep in mind, he's like 41. He's not going to be throwing the best balls like Mahomes is. Mahomes is at like the pinnacle of his like career, right? Brady is not. He is going downhill. So I really don't think you can blame it much on Brady. I think this was expected coming into this year. And then the offensive line has just gone injured and battered. So there's a lot of blame that can go around, but I just think it's bad luck. Yeah. All right, cheese man. Um. Yeah, we uh next have uh Packers Bears. Um, we both said Packers. Uh, Bradyless, what do you think? Um. Yeah, Packers. They're just too good right now. They're they're rolling. They're, you know, they seem like they can. I mean, they're making. Alan Lazard look good, who I I don't think, unless you're like a diehard Packers fan, I don't think you knew who that was two years ago or one year ago. And now now, now everyone knows him. So they've just been able to really click with that yeah, I, offense. And Rodgers has been amazing. So, yeah, oh, sorry. I mm. It's okay. I vaguely learned his name like a couple of years ago when I was a... Well, I'm still am a huge football nerd, but like... Like, two years ago, I learned of Alan Lazard, but didn't know much of him. And then here he is, balling out in 2020. So, yeah, Packers offense, insane. I don't think there's any way the Bears can stop it except with, like, two, like three or four sacks, possibly. Not even. Yeah, they also got, uh, what's his face? They got Martez. Oh, sorry, Marquez Valdez-Gantling fumbled that one a little bit. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have, uh, Colts-Titans. Um, yeah, what do you think about this one, Brady List? Um, you know what? I think everyone's going to say Titans, so I'm actually going to go Colts here. I think if the, if the defensive line of the Colts has been playing the way they're playing, and they've been playing really well as of late, and, um... And if they can if they can stuff Derrick Henry, that's all they really need. I mean, Tannehill, he's been playing well, but he's not a threat if we're being honest here. AJ Brown, he's a threat, mm. but you know, I just you know, I just feel like I, f- I feel like this could be a potential upset. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The thing is, I've, I think I've said this before, Tannehill needs a strong running game to properly succeed. He had one with the Giant in 2016, 2017. Well, was injured in 17, so 2016. He, he, he has one in Tennessee, so that's why he's been playing so well. He has pretty strong receivers. Once he gets in that zone and the offense starts clicking even the tiniest little bit, he can just completely bla- 420 blaze it and score several touchdowns. Yeah. And then the last game we have is um Chargers-Bills. Um, I believe this – We I think what we agreed on was that this game could go either way. So uh, what do you think? Um, I think, hmm, this is, this is a good one. 
I think I think the Chargers can pull this one out. I think Justin Herbert. I think this could also maybe be you know. This is might be his chance to really submit himself as um rookie of the year. I mean offensive rookie of the year. So, I think this is his chance. You know this. Or you know, like the Chargers are what two two? They have two wins, three wins. Oh, I think it's three after that. They they have two wins with Herbert at the helm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that Justin Herbert has been has been criticized about. But you can't really put that all on him. Like that that's just not a good football team over there. So I think I think maybe if Justin Herbert can get on his game, like he has been, and you know his team plays, I mean at least a little more better than they've been playing, I think this is a win for the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers, according to DraftKings, are being given four and a half points in terms of betting odds. So the Bills are being favored here as the winners of this game. But it is a lot closer than I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be around the sevens. Yeah, I would say the betters, they they really, I don't know, they sometimes the things they do are questionable. So I would would put my money on um, Chargers plus four and a half. I agree. So now let's go back to the thing we've been holding off for. Cardinals in New England. The Pats are being given one and a half. A lot closer than I thought it would be. Again, how do you feel about this one? I mean, I'm normal, so I'm going to say the Cardinals. Because, I mean, it's the Cardinals. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league. Kyler Murray, top five, I'd say, quarterback. I think that's just – that's going to be – that's a huge, huge, great duo. And I think that will be for the next three, four, five years. So. Yeah, Gilmore's still out. No, no think- he's going to play. Okay, so that actually might be pretty tough for DeAndre Hopkins, considering that Xavier Howard kind of shattered him. I'm not sure what Stefan's going to do, but – Either way, I think it'll be definitely very fun. Yeah, grab your popcorn, folks. That'll be an it'll be an interesting matchup. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. Hopkins did have a good week last week, and I think Gilmore's a lockdown corner. But I also think he's kind of been falling as of late. So we'll see uh, how that goes. And uh, I think I think J C Jackson has a real case of making. I mean, I don't. I don't know how many picks he has, but I know he has. He has a lot of them. Yeah, he uh, he has six. But yeah. I would say his case for making the Pro Bowl has got to be the six picks. But if you look at what he's done, he just he hasn't really been that impressive in terms of like his coverage and stuff. So we'll yeah. so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, because I think there's just going to be a lot of people that just be like, "Oh, he's got six picks. He should make the Pro Bowl." Like, I could be, I could just be a safety that gives up 200 yards a game, and have 12 picks, and it's like, "Oh, you're you're an All Pro." Like, it's just the way it goes. Yeah, I think Xavier Howard does deserve a spot, though. He's just playing lights out, playing great coverage, getting lots of interceptions. So I believe he he needs some credit along. With yeah, this. and um, actually, I believe I saw an article 
about they they sent out like who was who the top vote getters were. Um, let me see if I can mm-hmm. find that. We can talk about what if what we think about the list because I saw some things I did not like. So I'll see if I can find that. Um, where is it? Yeah, you got yeah. Um, in the meanwhile, um, so the Steelers obviously have been great. And one thing of note is their great wide receiver core. Would you guys rather have Chase Claypool or Juju Smith-Schuster if you were running a team? Now that's a tough one because Chase has just been balling out, but I don't think it really depends on his skill. It just depends on the dependency on him. Mm. So I'm not really sure why where I would go with that one. I think I think um, I think it would be Claypool. I think he has a great future. He has he definitely has like I definitely see some DeAndre Hopkins in him. Like I feel like he could get to that level if he you know keeps playing the way he is. Um. So yeah, Juju. He's he's. He's def- I, I think every NFL fan can say that he's definitely dropped off since that uh, great rookie season. Yeah, he did have – yeah, just – it was not good. Um, yeah. I did have him in fantasy. He kind of – he kind of just – uh, he's an interesting player. Yeah. But – He's on – just mm. – Both of them are definitely good. Yeah. So, I do have – they they did not say who what the roster would be, but they have the top vote getter at each position. So the top quarterback so far okay. is Russell Wilson. Okay. What do you guys? I think this. Yeah, I think this is deserved. Like, I think he's thrown about like five interceptions. Oh wow! Five. Has no, he has thrown about ten. I think. Yeah, I think he's ten? he's probably really? in that thirty okay. to ten range. Hmm. Hey, it's better than thirty thirty. I think. I think that's right because I think he's getting a little bit too comfortable with DK Metcalf. You know, if he, he, I think he's starting to get that. You know, you can't just pray DK Metcalf is always going to come down with it. Yeah. But I don't think I think Russell Wilson. He's a smart quarterback. He knows he knows what to do. So I think he will eventually catch on that. You know, you can't just lob it to DK every single time. You know. Yeah, if he keeps going down this path, he'll develop symptoms of Madden brain. Trust me, I have it. It's it's, it's hard. Yeah, uh, top running back is uh, Dalvin Cook. Now, Cook over Henry. Should that is that the way it should be, or do you guys think that Henry should be the top running back? I think the Titans have a better record, and Derek's played a lot more on the clutch, so I think that Henry just needs to be up there, but. Dalvin Cook is also great in carrying, so yeah, I just think this is very close. You know, they're very, you know, they're both very um, important to their teams. But I think I think Derrick Henry does he would get the nod for me. And he's just been playing as as of as of late. It has been Dalvin Cook. Like in the past, I think it was been like four weeks. He just been falling out. He always has been, like been level he's past couple of weeks. Yeah, and then just to run off a couple of positions, you have Kyle Juszczyk at fullback. Uh, you got Bakhtiari at offensive tackle. 
Alex Kappa at offensive guard and Jason Kelsey at center. Then top wide receiver is DeAndre Hopkins. His top tight end is TJ Hawkinson. Now, TJ Hawkinson? Yeah. TJ Hawkinson? Exactly. So what? let's take a look at how that happened, shall Travis we? Kelsey so I had, yeah, really. I just, I don't even know. I had Hawkinson on my fantasy team last year. And I don't know if I could be more disappointed in another player than a TJ Hawkinson last year. Just... And now this year, though, like, really? Hold on. You got like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, I have TJ Hawkinson this year, and it's not that he's been playing bad. Like, he's been playing well, but he has not, certainly not been playing to Travis Kelsey level. Certainly. No, yeah, really. He's got 45 catches for 530 yards and five touchdowns. And then look at Travis Kelsey. Like, let me. It's just no. <laughs> like, Travis Kelsey. And then I also saw today Travis Kelsey is on ninety nine Club Watch for Madden. I I think he's yeah. really okay. I feel like being a ninety nine used to be like awesome, and now it's like everyone gets it. Yeah. Travis Kelsey actually he's he he has mm. so what he has sixty six catches more eight hundred ninety six eight hundred ninety six yards more and seven touchdowns more. Why Travis Kelsey is not the number one vote getter among tight ends that just confuses me. Yeah, yeah because I I think the reason the Lions drafted him is. It's Matt Patricia, right? He came out of New England. But instead of adopting himself like how Brian Flores has, instead he's just trying to be a ripoff of Bill Belichick, and that might plague the league. It might be our upcoming epidemic of the NFL. So he purely just drafted TJ Hawkinson because he wanted a Gronk. But he's not a Gronk. I, I personally think he's more yeah. of like a blocking kind of guy who, yeah. who can like hit in the flat. Now, I think Hawkinson will kind of be... I think he can evolve into, like, a Darren Waller or a Zach Ertz-type player. I, I just don't think he's at that level yet. <laughs> no. I say give him another year, and he'll be he'll be a top six tight end, maybe. Because I think Ertz is kind of falling off. And um, then at defensive yeah. end, we have Brian Burns. Um, I find that a little hard to believe. What do you guys think? Yeah. I vaguely yeah, I vaguely heard the name. I, I, I'm pretty sure I know who he who he is, on um, what team he is. He is on the Panthers, but can you believe they have he has more votes than a uh, Miles Garrett or even a TJ Watt if you want to put him at the edge? I just I just don't see it. Yeah, I agree. But then again, this is like early stages yeah. of voting in terms of Pro Bowl. So. Um, the, obviously, defensive tackle is Aaron Donald. Uh, outside linebacker is Khalil Mack. And now inside mm-hmm. linebacker is uh, Devin White from the Bucks. Uh If you look at the way he's been playing this year, he's had okay. a pretty good year to build on last year. Um, I think he's deserving of the spot. What do you guys think? Okay. Yeah, Devin White just balls out like mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um. And then cornerback. This this is where I'm, I get a little frustrated here. Cornerback is Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, oh my god. Just let me put into perspective that if you look at the Vegas odds for defensive player of the year, 
Jair Alexander is fifth. The last time a cornerback won defensive player of the year was, of course, last year. But before that, it was like 2008, which was another Packer. I believe it was Charles Woodson because we just breed cornerbacks. But it's like Marshawn, like really? Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Uh, I just. I think I think he was great last year. I'm I'm a big fan of him. No, you can go. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, but this year I haven't heard anything about him like excelling. You know, I haven't heard anything of him doing anything extraordinary. Just kind of basic, having some okay plays at times. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Saints fan base just has yeah. Lattimore has only defended a total of three passes this season as a cornerback. He's got three passes defended, and uh, they have the same. They both have one pick. But Jair Alexander has been all over the place. He's def- oh, only five, but like it's, he only has twenty-five tackles. I think that's saying something, because uh, that just means you're not throwing near him. He's just a—he's the definition of lockdown corner. Like he locked up Will Fuller, didn't allow him to get a catch. Uh, Mike Evans didn't allow him to get a catch, and uh, there was one more. Oh, Calvin Ridley, no catches for him either. So, um, I think I I think he's yeah. I think you can also make a case for Marlon Humphrey this season. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah, Humphrey Humphrey's been getting a lot of uh, forced fumbles, which is unusual for a cornerback. And Jamal, Jamal Adams too. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Adams has missed like six games though, so I wouldn't really. Yeah. But the free safety is Logan Ryan. That that's just not okay. What happened to Justin Simmons? You okay? Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, like Justin Simmons has been like going under the radar, but he he's just nuts, man. He's just like tackles picks, like he's just, he almost picked off two if it wasn't for like some some hold like Logan defensive Ryan. holding wow. call. And then strong safeties, Buda Baker. I think that's deserved. Punters, Johnny Hecker. Who else are you gonna make the mm-hmm. Pro Bowl? Uh, and then we got long snapper from my Packers, Hunter Bradley, the, uh, whatever. Uh, and a kicker, though, Young Hui Koo. I don't, uh, Young Hui Koo, yeah. really? I thought my man Jason no, Sanders I think... should get a shot, but okay. Come on, Jason. Koo mm-hmm. is just. You got Koo. I think Blankenship might make it on the AFC side, but I think Koo is a pretty solid player. Mm. Yeah, he's like an yeah. outside kick mastermind. So, um, I think that concludes our uh, games talking about the Pro Bowl, and that will conclude this episode of Professional Ranters. We, this, I am Cheese Man. That was Finkel and Bradyless, and uh. We'll see you guys on our next episode. So, uh, goodbye.